And there it is. She said, let's go. Let's, let's go. Happen. Let's do it. Okay. Welcome to Two in the Solo Booth. Two. Not one, two. two That's your the so- theme. That is. Well, it will be the theme. Yes. Yeah. Hold on tight for that, people. It's coming. Our eight listeners and Bruno the dog. Yes. Yep. Great. Shout out to Bruno. Shout out Bruno. And the eight listeners, too. <laughs> Thanks, listeners. <laughs> hey, what'd you do this weekend, um, Eric? So uh, today, uh, I will admit that I went to the uh, Annenberg Center. You'll of, admit it? Is that something yes. to like... Big secret. Yeah. Big secret. Uh, you know, I, I keep a very low profile, so... Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah, you just kind of like slide in and out of places. That's how I do it. When Got it. Great. Uh, the Annenberg Center uh, for Photography. And that's in Century City. And I saw this really great exhibit on hip-hop called Contact High, A Visual History of Hip-Hop. I love that. Uh, A lot of photographers that were around when hip-hop began, and they had a ton of photos, you know, of of some of the most famous folks that helped launch this incredible cultural revolution, if you will. Do they do a whole East Coast and West Coast thing? They did. They incorporated both elements, actually. Okay. uh, So you get a little bit of both. And then there's some modern and current acts that are uh, part of this whole exhibit as well. They had a documentary that actually spoke with the curator as well um, as uh, shared some insights with the photographers and with those experiences when they captured those photos. That's so great. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And how about yourself? Well, <laughs> funny you should ask, Eric. This weekend, yes. Yes. I graduated from college. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what? Come on. I went to Northern California, Moraga. I've yeah. been studying at St. Mary's College. I almost went to St. Mary's. Really? Yes. It's beautiful it there. Incredible campus. Yeah. So I've been studying. There's an amazing program for yeah. people that have had um, kind of prolific performing first lives. It's called LEAP. Okay. And what it is is you get a lot of credit for your first life, your performing yes. life. Um, and so I did this program, and I got my BA. And so there you go. Yeah. Bachelors. Woohoo! Yay. It was actually really awesome. I wasn't yeah. going to go at all. Yeah. I was just going to kind of like, okay, great, that happened, moving on, moving on. Mm-hmm. And my super cute boyfriend was like, no, no, yes. we, we are going, and you are celebrating. Okay. And he, like, dragged me by the hair to Moraga, California. Caveman style? Caveman style. I graduated from college. And he was my biggest cheerleader. Let's it was give really, it up. yeah. It okay, was, it I have was to meet great. this guy because yeah, he's got he's, you all like lifted. Yeah. You know, he's got you lifted completely. Yeah, it was this adorable. It was a great experience. Yeah. So, congratulations. Yeah, that's what's going on with that. You are talking to a fresh college grad. I love it. That makes yeah. two of us. Two college two. graduates in the solo. Oh, I was going to say, was it a reason? Two. There, I didn't graduate this past weekend. Though. No, you didn't. Well, then <laughs> no. mine is more important. I'm the more important graduate here. Okay, great. Let's talk some topics, shall we? We got some last night, so let's jump in. All right, Madison Bellissimo wants us to discuss open relationships. Oh my! Woof! This is an area that I have absolutely zero experience. I. I also have zero experience in this. I am the serial monogamist. Yes. So I've always been a bit, um, I feel like we're going to move through this topic really quickly. So let's just bullet point it by saying I've always been perplexed by people. And I don't know. I would love to see some statistics on this. Are there people that succeed long term in open relationships? Mm -hmm. I suppose it's possible. Yeah. um, But I just can't imagine having that foundation of trust that you need in a relationship, yeah. having an open relationship. Because it's not just about the physical stuff. In yeah. fact, to me, that's secondary. It's yeah. the emotional connection that goes along with the physical stuff. 
Because I know a lot of people that are in open relationships that have kind of like long-term, you know, side. I've seen that before. Yeah. Meow, meow. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it, have not partaken in it. Yeah. I, yeah. I've, I've always had, if I'm with someone, I'm with that person, right? So it's just been a one-on-one scenario. But I do, I think I know people that have been actually in those kind of relationships. They seem to be okay with it. And somehow they can disconnect from a person that they've had this little side fling with and go back to their base person. Yeah. And, and somehow they have a switch that can turn on and off. And yeah. that makes it doable. Compartmentalizing yeah, it. That's yeah, a, right. That's a different, that's a capacity that I do not Nor do have. I. Yeah. I don't either. Sorry about that, Bellissimo. Um, hey, question yeah. for you, since we barely know each other. Yes, have you barely. been married? I know you're not married now, but have you been married in the past? I have never been married. This has been the great... Um, fascination of my life is that I've wanted to get married for a long period of time. I had the master plan of, you know, graduating from uh, college. The master plan. Yeah, they never master. They uh, really you know. get foiled along yes, the way, don't they? They do, and I learned that the hard way. So okay. yeah, I, I was wanting that for a long period of time, and it just never came into fruition. I've had long-term girlfriends, yeah. um, some of which wanted to get married, but I didn't take that leap mm-hmm. um, for a variety of reasons, okay. and others that I was down for, and they were not down for me. So, yeah. Uh, it varies, but yeah, I have yet to uh, embark upon that journey. I was down for, but they were not down for me. That's a damn shame. Damn shame. How about you know, how about yourself, Wendy? <laughs> uh, I have been married. Yeah. And divorced. Yeah. Um, it was an amicable sp- split. Okay. Almost how said long spit, were you married? An am- amicable spit. <laughs> spit. Those are good too. Um. So we were married for just under five years. Oh, okay. Um. We were together for thirteen though. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, that's so a long time. It was. It's a long time, and we yeah. kind of grew up together. So okay. you know, it's just one of those things. Where Mm-hmm. You just kind of grow out of a relationship. Oh, I've heard this. It Someone said it when they said, "Yeah, sometimes you just, you know, you just drift apart." Well, it wasn't like <laughs> you know, two pieces of wood drifting yeah. apart. Yeah. It wasn't quite like that. It was a little bit more, yeah. you know, spicy. But yeah. it happens. Caliente. Caliente. Not yeah. delicioso. Okay, thank you, Madison Bellissimo. Next thing from let's see. Oh, this is Samuel one. B. Fierro wants us to discuss. Uh-oh. This is going to be great. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's the honestly, I have only seen clips of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Now, it's funny because when I started in music, I think my record, I, I had a couple singles that did pretty decently. RuPaul had come out you know, a little bit prior to that. Yeah. And I don't think I ever anticipated that RuPaul was going to become this sort of super icon that he has become. I didn't really see that. He's um, unbelievable. Incredible. Okay, yeah. so I also must confess that mm-hmm. I am not a RuPaul's Drag Race watcher. I yeah. also have seen clips of it, but I am a huge fan of him. So I it's ironic that I haven't seen it, and I'm all for the drag queens. Yes. God knows I love a good drag you queen. You are a so, thespian. And I, why do you say that? That's such a gross word. <sighs> Is it really? I thought you said it was a good word for like... High school fake okay. Shakespearean actors okay. who go to festivals. Okay, you're an actor. It's like I'm a so sorry. gross. <laughs> Still <laughs> well, disgusting. RuPaul is in, I've seen him in a lot of different, you know, um, incarnations, if you will, right? Yeah, so and I him, will. Yeah. He, <laughs> so I saw him recently. It, it wasn't a recent interview. I think maybe it was 2018, but he did a Super Soul conversation with yeah. Oprah. Yeah. He is um, so self-aware and mm-hmm. um, well-spoken and really deep 
yes. the way he lives his life like he walks the walk yeah no i doubt. i totally dig what he had to say and um i mean he just seems like an enlightened being really i agree with you and adds light to wherever he goes True. which i love yeah now he has a new show coming out on Netflix. Are you aware of that? I'm not aware of that. Let me Please tell you about that. In. It's called AJ and the Queen. It's a new Netflix series oh. starring RuPaul mm-hmm. and a friend of mine, Michael Leon Woolley. He goes by ML, who is a unbelievable talent. He plays RuPaul's blind, diabetic, drag queen roommate. Oh, my. How do you like that? Oh, my. Yeah. His, awesome. I think his character's name is Lewis. Anyway, yeah. um, he's got this brand new sitcom coming yeah, out um, on, I believe it's a sitcom, I'm saying that, but it's on Netflix, so okay. that's that's happening. And we love RuPaul. Yes. Maybe we need to have a binge watch RuPaul's Drag Race, you Let's and I, and get back to you. I'm Thank you so that. much for that one, Samuel Fierro. All right, Perry Lambert wants to talk about the psychology of letting go after an audition. Well, I suppose this one oh, is really for me that because that's, and I will, I'll talk really Please. briefly about about this um that's helpful that's that's a great question it's so tricky first of all because it's hard not to take the experience personally either good or bad and so you can feel like you did an amazing job and walk out feeling like the top of the world and then nothing happens and it's this incredible disappointment or you can walk away feeling like you didn't do your best and beating yourself up over it and nothing happens. Or something does happen and oh my gosh. But the idea of it is to have the experience and let that experience hold its own space and move on to the next part of your life. And know that that's an opportunity. It's a performance opportunity. The only way at this point that I get really bummed out about an audition is if I have been lacking in my own preparation and in taking control of what's mine to take control of. Because as an actor, so much of what we do is out of our control entirely. And there are there are a few things that are in our control. And one of the things that's in our control is to do as much as you can to have a phenomenal performance opportunity that day. Whatever that means to you. And we all have our own processes. I think that's true of any creative, right? It is. Yeah, I agree with that. And so, you know, I think a lot of people either self-sabotage or convince themselves that they're not right for the project or go, oh, I already have this in my arsenal. I'll just wing it when I get there or whatever the case is. And for me, it's all about that due diligence and taking the time and then walking into the room and taking the leap and knowing that if I don't book this gig, it's not mine to book, but I can at least book the room, Yeah, show them that I am ready and prepared and solid and making smart choices and present and listening. And that's it. That's a great summation. I've heard a lot of that. You know, obviously we get actors that are on both sides of the yeah. fence on the VO lab, right? So a lot of on-camera folks and a lot of VO folks, but they do both as, as well. And I think the prevailing theory and belief is that when you are an actor, the aim is to go and to present the best audition that you possibly can and be happy and content with that. That is the job. Yeah. So whatever happens after that, is going to be what it's going to be. Right? Exactly. And yeah. I can't remember where I got this from, but I always, I talk to my students about this uh-huh. as well. I make the analogy about ice cream because I like ice cream. <laughs> but good. so like, let's say I mint chocolate chip ice cream and yeah. I am the most delicious, creamiest, chocolatey goodness mint chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> there is no mint chocolate chip better than me. And I walk into that room and I am like, I am the mint chocolate chip ice cream. And they're like, that's awesome. We're looking for mocha chip today. Yeah. And you're like, but but I, I'm 
the best mint chocolate chip. And then I think where we go, where we go awry is that we think we know what they're looking for. And so then I'm like, well, I'm mint chocolate chip, but I can also be mocha. You're never going to be the best mocha because there's somebody out there that is naturally mocha. True. And they're going to walk in and they're going to be it. That's true. And that's it. It's hard. I think it's hard to accept the idea that, you know, no matter how much you prepare, it's still, it boils down to someone's opinion and it's so uncertain. It's a numbers game. You don't really know. And a lot of us like to want to control outcomes. Yeah. And with this, it's just a non-controllable outcome most of the time. It's, it is. It is. tough to live The with. only thing that you can control is your performance in that moment, yeah. the end. And I then go get yourself though. a little treat. I commend you all. <laughs> I commend you all. Tasco. Tasco. Wants to discuss sleep deprivation. Oh, Woo, I know something I, about that I one. I do too. Let's <laughs> wow. talk. Oh, so it started when, I, okay, we're short on time, right? So when I started in college, right, uh, or when, when I was in college, I had this aim that I was going to basically work myself to the bone. So I'm taking 17 units. I had Ooh. three internships. Um, I was trying to launch this music career. Are you crazy? I was nuts. I was bone tired. I w- was working at a radio station here in L.A. where I began on Saturday night at 7 o'clock and I'd work 12 hours straight to 7 a.m. Um, the following Woof. morning. It was nuts. And then you going on the morning show in the mornings, uh, Monday through Friday, and going to school. I have been touched by sleep deprivation, and I saw that my performance yeah. diminished dramatically yeah. over time. And I think I still suffer the effects of those years, you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, I wonder honestly, if it's cumulative. I, I wonder think, if there's like a long-term effect. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I also am well-versed with sleep deprivation, mostly from work situations, but yeah. also just from stress. And I have, um, gosh, been cursed with being a light sleeper. And so I I wake up at every moment, and yes. I'm not easy to go back to bed. So I'm one of those freaks with the sleep mask and the earplugs <laughs> and the systems and the you, this, huh? that, the other thing. Yeah, and the light needs to be, you know, perfect in the room, and the temperature needs to be perfect. Yes, temperature's important. Yeah, though. temperature. Okay, uh, what's the temperature of choice for you? Because uh, men and women are... <laughs> about 70 degrees, 70, 72 degrees. Oh, okay. That's lovely. Yeah. Most men I know are like, mm, 57's the <laughs> Perfect temperature. I'm, not that I'm like guy. icicles hanging out of my nostrils. <laughs> That's true. Not Enrique. <laughs> not me. <laughs> All right, you guys. Check us out at two in the solo booth on Instagram. Please don't forget to give us topics to discuss. Topics. We'll see you next time. Bye. Ciao. Be good. Namaste, Eric. Namaste, Wendy. It's time for a fact check. Fact checkers. I love the fact check so much. It's a good segment. Thank uh, you. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. All right. First up, we're going to talk about AJ and the Queen. That's the Netflix series that I was yes. mentioning. All right. So this is an upcoming comedy TV series mm-hmm. created by RuPaul and Mike, Michael Patrick King. Now, that name sounds familiar. Because he was the creator of Sex and the City. <sighs> That's right. Yes, yeah. Yes. So this is going to be a big deal and very yummy. Mm-hmm. It it's going to premiere on Netflix. No, they don't have a date on it yet. Yep. Um, but, of course, it's starring RuPaul and my friend Michael Leon right. Lilly as his blind diabetic drag queen roommate. Doesn't That's going to be great. Better than that. That's going to be great. you got to tune into that. Get it. Make sure. Uh, next up. What the, you got? The Annenberg Space for Photography. Um, located at 2000 Avenue of the Stars in L.A., California, 90067. It's in Century City, essentially, right? Mm. But we talked about their great photo exhibit right now. It's happening until August 18th of 2019. It's called Contact High, a visual visual history of hip-hop. Who was that? Was that Rosie Perez. 
Yeah, Rosie Perez, what you been doing, girl? <laughs> Not much, you know, going to see some hip-hop. <laughs> okay, that's a whole nother level right there. Go ahead, Wendy. <laughs> uh, wait, so uh, it's open from Wednesday to Sunday? Yeah, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it is for free, people. Go get that. It's we free. We love it for free. Annenberg's had a lot of money. Yes. Lots. Take advantage of that. All right. Yes. Um, I talked about the LEAP program, which yes. is where I just completed my bachelor's degree. It's a phenomenal program, dun, dun, you guys. Dun. Congratulations. Thank you. Was that my, was that my graduation that walk was, music? Yeah. That was, yeah. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you roll. I love that. Yes. Uh, so it's out of St. Mary's College, which is in Moraga. It's yes. right outside of San Francisco. Stunning mm-hmm. campus. Yes. Um, but anyway, the LEAP program is this offshoot of it for people that are professional performers and want to complete their bachelor's. And you can find them at LEAP underscore program on the gram or the LEAP program on Facebook. And they have all sorts of great information. That's superb. Uh, also, the long-term effects of sleep deprivation. Oh, we both know about that all one. All right. Rough. So here's some of the side effects. High blood pressure, Oof. heart attack risk. Stroke risk, obesity, psychiatric problems, including depression and other mood disorders. Good times. Disruption of bed partner's <sighs> sleep quality. Oh, well, God. you don't want to do that. I Yes. <laughs> you know what? That's like a major bone of contention in my house. Yes, sleep no quality doubt. is a big deal. Oof, golly. Well, see, I need to fix this then, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Right, and what else? On There's it. one other. Yeah. Poor quality of life, that, which makes That sense. kind of like is the umbrella for everything. That if is. you are sleep deprived, then your life is sucking in a long-term way. Don't let your life suck in a long-term way. Get it? together people and you better get your sleep or get yourself in a sleep study you crack me up (laughs) oh and there we are that is your three minute fact check people until next time we are at two in the solo booth find us at instagram no on instagram at two in the solo booth bye ciao